It's grocery eating time on the John Cash Show podcast, bitches. John Cash. Yo, listen to John Cash. Wow, wow. Yo, listen to John Cash. Radio show giving you all that you listen to John Cash. Entertainment's hottest news and latest music. Yo, listen to John Cash. Midday or the evening or early the morning. John Cash. Midday or the evening or early the morning. Yo, listen to John Cash. Let's go, New York. John Cash. Yo, listen to John Cash. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new edition of the John Cash Show. Before we get started, the views and opinions expressed by myself do not reflect those of the John Cash Show sponsors and or affiliates. Listener discretion is highly advised. So welcome to an all-new edition of the John Cash Show podcast. So you know that means more sophisticated ratchetness. Of course, you can hear the John Cash Show podcast on demand on your favorite platforms, including but not limited to Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. I get tired of listing all of them, so that's why I just say many more or whatever. So which, this leads me to introduce my sister. Happy birthday. Thank you. The lovely, <laughs> talented, funny, intelligent, beautiful, vivacious, amazing host of Le- Lethal Lips with a Z, yeah. movement, slim. You got to always make sure, because it's a porn star, le- lethal lips. Exactly. Yeah. We love her too, though. Yeah. yeah. Part of my nightly viewing <laughs> that I couldn't discuss with uh, <clears throat> certain people. But, uh, yeah, Either, yeah, slim, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling old now, though, but it's okay. <laughs> So when she says she's you know, feeling old, she can't do I'm the Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. So. <laughs> can't do the Megan Thee Stallion move. Them knees. Knees are starting to give out. You'd be like, who child? Yeah. You, know, you remember when you were like 15, you could be down there all night you know, doing yeah, all the walkie dip and willy bounce and all that. Now you'd be like, all right, I got the good. Now I you to be in the house by 10. Like, now you understand how, mm-hmm. why Sean Paul was dancing the way that he danced. <laughs> Water get... is my favorite drink now. <laughs> <laughs> well, not my wife, Henny. Anybody going to the Caribbean? <laughs> I'll cash after you. <laughs> Sixty dollars. No, try to jip me. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your week? It was good. It was long, but I've been preparing more or less for my birthday, and I still came up with nothing. So it was very. <laughs> I told you a few weeks ago. I'd take you to where they fix food in front of you. That meant Chipotle or Subway. <laughs> We were talking about we got You're in far trouble. Too kind. We, we we got to in trouble with the hot sake in the mouth. Oh god. You like squirting in the mouth. <laughs> oh god. A lot of people came up to me and was like, What are you talking about squirting for? Squirting in the mouth. <laughs> so plug your social media. Where can they find you? You guys can find me at lethal underscore lips with a Z underscore podcast on Instagram until my um ex gets out of my other account oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that we'll another, talk about that later right? yeah, another, that's a, that's for a, another day yeah another day another time <laughs> and we have a newcomer to the john cash universe the leader of the bussy hive hey writer and singer of the greatest bottom of all and host and creator of the critically acclaimed podcast eat pray thought savoy jefferson 
I am so good. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Um, that, that. Raised bottom of all. Yes. I believe that bottoms are the future. Um, My lighter. I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, Thank well, you're you welcome. You're welcome. Um, how was your week? You know, I was in LA. I just got off a of red eye. So I'm off. I'm kind of dr- a little draggy, but it's, it was a good week. Went to LA, did some photo shoots with one of my clients, and okay. it was a good week. It was a good week. I got okay. some sun. Okay, who's one of your clients? Because you know we got to, you know, ever since the age of Epstein and Trump, like we got to make sure we ain't running no brothels over there. I, uh, <laughs> I have my own entertainment PR oh, okay. agency. Please like, specify that. And I represent various. Next thing you know, <laughs> I represent various actors and singers. Oh, okay. Yes. No. No. Um. Shout out to all the sex workers. I have no shame there. But you know, especially I am, on um Broadway. <laughs> I am. I am not. A, <laughs> I do not do sex work. Um, you know, I am a private dancer, dancer for money. Um, but that's only with you know, man that I'm enjoying myself with. Okay. So where, where can they where can they find you on social media? You can find me on ePrayThought on either Twitter, um, on and as well as ePrayThought on Instagram. Okay. And then you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And, Google and all that stuff, and SoundCloud. Me and my co-host Amber. Okay, so, well, let me discuss my week <laughs> before we get into it. My week was very boring, for once. I didn't have nobody lick me in the face. <laughs> I didn't have any random adult sleepovers. I didn't have any of that. I just went home. I woke up, I read the Bible, you know, prayed, and that's it. Took me to work, brought my ass back. But there was one day I ran supremely late for work. And I was and then I'm never late. I'm never late, right? We get an email like threatening us, like from like pretty much threatening us. uh, from the person who does the timekeeping like people must maintain their their schedules I'm like what the I felt some type of way I was like damn I ain't never late and like the first day that I'm late like I get this type of heat like (laughs) that's not that's not uh, that's not good but yeah other than that my week was relatively boring oh I started the keto diet again What's that? So I'm eating pr- pretty much nothing. I'm eating, <laughs> can't eat shit except tuna fish and boiled eggs. Oh. And uh, salmon and shrimp. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. My waistline is snatched <laughs> from last week. You're going to burn a hole through your pants. That's okay. <laughs> as long as it ain't like how Usher does his. Well, Allegedly. Um, you can find me on Twitter at it underscore. Won't be the first time. I ain't never burned no damn body. <laughs> At underscore John Cash. I was talking Twitter. about burning a hole through your pants. Oh, oh there we go. Ain't nobody said nothing about you burning somebody. Oh, okay. I'm just making Guilty sure. Guilty much? No. <laughs> Facebook, John Cash. IG at the John Cash Show. And YouTube, the John Cash Show. So for everybody um, listening, we're going to talk about the royal family being blindsided and uh, pretty much... Uh, <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle no longer want tea and biscuits. They want collard greens and yams. <laughs> Plus, we'll discuss. <laughs> What's 
Plus, we'll discuss much, much more. So let's get into it. Um, this Earlier this week, or last week, whatever, whenever you're listening, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, they announced that they were splitting from the royal family and walking away from their royal duties. In a statement released a few days ago on their Sussex Royal Instagram page, which I had no idea existed until this shit happened. <laughs> Shows you how much I care. But since other people are talking about it, we'll talk about it. Should I read this normal or should I read this in like a British an accent? In an accent to It's only right. All right. right. <laughs> After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. I don't know how they could talk like that. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. (laughs) It is with your encouragement, particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. We now plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen, the Commonwealth, and our patronages. I hope I said that right. (laughs) This geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the new chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. We look forward to to sharing the full details of this exciting new step in due course. As we continue to collaborate with Her Majesty the Queen, the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, and all relevant parties. Until then... Please accept our deepest thanks for your continued support, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. I, I really you committed. Be- yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you watch PBS as a kid. You learn those uh, accents. So it, just, it was just missing a, the the wealth. Mother, <laughs> I felt like just like the Duke and the Duchess have a certain amount of wealth in their voice. I just didn't hear. I didn't hear it. So just next time, just work on that part. But other than that, it was pretty good. You said you was feeling druggy earlier. You Dra- dr- <laughs> no. Uh, I'm about to drag Dra- you. Draggy. <laughs> draggy. Okay. okay. Thank so, you. So what are your thoughts, Slim, of the royal family stepping back and splitting from their royal duties? I think, what, well, what they said, that she was being, like, harassed mostly anyway. So yeah, I think there's a racial element. Yeah, <laughs> and he's always been a rebel anyway. So, like, I'm not surprised, quite frankly. I mean, he's always been doing his own thing. Now he got himself a black girl. Like, they just out here on some queen and slim shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They just rebellious. <laughs> they don't care. They don't want to, you know, he wants to protect his woman, and I'm here for it. So I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, as long as they secure their bag. <laughs> Let's not be stupid <laughs> and just throw the whole bag away. Like secure your bags, though. Um, and speaking of that, ironically, uh, uh, what's the name? Prince Charles said that uh, there's rumors and reports that mm-hmm. he's going to cut them off from funding. I, I did hear something like that. I hope. Well, they, they did say something. I don't know if it's in that particular this part of the statement, but they did say something about like s- s- basically. Um, Create, their yeah, their own, own yeah. yeah. So they they're not planning on. Mm. 
I'm sure he gets a certain amount of inheritance, though, yeah. regardless. But I think after that, he's cut off for the most part. Yeah. Well, I think for the most part, they probably when they went to uh, they went to Canada mm-hmm. for six weeks. I think they ran across somebody that did like a you know a credit counseling service when they was like, you could do this, you know, just. <laughs> Step out on faith. Just you, you know, just reallocate your funds and shit. Cause yeah. go away. What I'm I'm saying that's probably what happened. And they blame it on Oprah. Oprah. Oprah told us, you know, because white people love Oprah. Yes, they do. They'll be like, oh, it'll be it'll go by much easier if Oprah said it. Not some guy named Raheem in the mall. We <laughs> <laughs> can fix your credit. So what's your thoughts, uh, Savoy? Um, I support it. I think I think it's dope that <laughs> mm-hmm. actually that he like is supporting Megan. Mm-hmm. I think it was obvious. She did an interview. They actually showed a clip I was watching Good Morning America like a few days ago. And um this is like shortly after she had the baby mm-hmm. and she just looked sad. Yeah. Like, like, seen it. like it was very much like it was all in her eyes, it was mm-hmm. all in her body language. She did not look happy. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think naturally we think like oh you're marrying to the royal family this is going to be like the most beautiful thing ever but i think the reality is like not when you're a black person like (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you know i just think that at the end of the day like i support them leaving i mean and she's about to like the book deal she about to get all all of it it's gonna be like (laughs) they gonna be fine because (laughs) megan is about to get these coins this 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 Oprah. Speaking of Oprah, mm-hmm. the Oprah interview that they gonna get like five million dollars for the book deal. No, that they, probably for, a Netflix she, she, she documentary. Don't, she don't pay for interviews. <laughs> no, Oprah don't pay for interviews. She might have to pay for this. She this gonna pay family. for that one. Okay, nah, she, this is the royal she, family. She, she, no. she wouldn't pay for it. That's Oprah. That's a new. That's but a in new advertising stage. dollars, she trust me, she getting a check. Nonetheless, they the got something deal, lined up anyway. The, yeah, probably. the matter the book deal. The 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 first TV exclusive. Mm-hmm. They probably got a. a she probably gonna start line. her own clothing line. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about to say they probably got like a clothing line coming out the called uh, Financially Independent. Yeah. <laughs> and then she might the, do a talk show. Megan about to get this coin. They gonna right? launch it right in time for the the Drake and uh, fu- uh, Future collab album album the Fuckboy album. Mm, yeah. Come on. <laughs> what what's the the new song they got? Live good. Life is good with Drake, Drake and, Future. and Future. Life is good. Life is yeah, good. Yeah, that, that's the it. that's the new fuckboy tax season anthem it. right there. <laughs> you seen the video? It just was released. I, I think yesterday. It. I don't think I even heard this one. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, I mean, well, we're gonna transfer <laughs> or transition <laughs> rather. Speaking the damn royal language, <laughs> we're gonna transition from breaking. Up the family to <laughs> keeping it in the family with the uh, kissing cousin. Why are you laughing? That is not funny. That's sick. That's not <laughs> sick. You know, you can love who you choose to love. No. As long as it's two consenting adults. Absolutely um, not. <laughs> yes and no. Okay. So m- meet the kissing cousins who could face prison for having a baby. Michael Lee and Angela Pang can hardly wait for the birth of their first child, even if it results in them spending time behind bars. The husband and wife from Eagle Mountain, Utah, are first cousins. 
Hang's father is the older brother of Lee's mother. Guess who they are? Yes. Since the baby's existence proves they had sex, they could face up to $10,000 in fines and five years in prison because intercourse between cousins is illegal in their home state due to the long-held fear of birth defects. Now, according to a 2018 Columbia University study, the chances of cousin cousin having a genetic disorder is four to seven percent, compared to three to four percent for non-related couples. But the 38-year-old parents to be set to appear in an upcoming episode of the We TV series Extreme Love are confident that their little boy, due on May 22nd, will be delivered safely and in good health following tests to rule out any disability. Okay, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this voice, so I'm just going to read it straight through. We had to do our due diligence. You know what? We had to do our due diligence because everyone was saying to us, no, don't do that. And it's so risky and irresponsible. Peng, who's five months pregnant, exclusively tells the Post. So we did genetic testing and found out it was okay for us to parent together. Controversial... <laughs> Couple stick to the mind your own business defense when it comes to their marriage. I feel the same way about gay marriage, even though I'm not gay. They also point out that unions between cousins are legal in more than half of the U.S. states, including New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, California, and Colorado. Canada and Europe also allow first cousins to wed. They avoided problems in Utah by tying the knot on a day trip to Grand Junction, Colorado last March. We got married, but not because we're religious, but to protect ourselves legally, says Peng, a stay-at-home mom who has three children from her first marriage. We also want to legitimize our relationship to console our members of our family, hoping it would put them at ease. Oh, yeah, like this is going to be a great topic at the family reunion. You know they ain't got no black relatives. Be like that shit ain't that shit ain't right. <laughs> Indeed, it has been an uphill battle securing the approval of relatives. Some have been suspicious of the bond between Lee and Peng since the cousins were fresh-faced second graders. The lovebirds didn't meet until they were seven. Peng's father, who worked for the State Department, was often stationed overseas, so she grew up in places as far as uh, as far as Pakistan and Jap- uh, Japan. Lee, meanwhile, lived close to Salt Lake City in Utah. That fateful first encounter happened around 1989. <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm reading this story, and Slim is like shaking her head <laughs> in my peripheral. I'm gonna have to look this way. Yes, it's just uh, okay. I just want y'all to know that there's a picture in the article yes, please, of them as, like, as as children. We'll we'll post we'll post I'll post that this on is the the John Cash show. <laughs> there was an instant connection between us, says That's Lee, a car salesman. Um, we were very I'm much simpatico. And be able to take care of four kids. Right. Never mind. Angie was, look, it worked for uh, Moesha's dad. <laughs> he owned, he owned. Right, he So he could, own, he, he could own the car dealership too. Pang looked like he barely got a high school. Mo to the, E to the, all right. Uh, Angie was smart, adventurous, and curious. You could say that again. <laughs> while while other kids were into video games, 
She was interested in making little things or playing little games that were very much unique and different Mm -hmm. from those other children, Mm -hmm. like House. Mm -hmm. Pang remembers their first clandestine kiss and cuddle at just seven years old in a darkened closet. We were slow dancing together, and I was kind of worried we'd get caught and be in trouble, but it just felt right. So much so that Lee told his mother that he was going to one day marry his crush. My aunt said, no, you can't marry Angie, (laughs) Pang says, but you can be good friends. The youngsters met again a year later, and the spark reignited. We were inseparable, Pang recalls of that family reunion in Oregon. The adults wouldn't say, where is Michael? They'd say, where are Michael and Angie? It felt like a soul connection, as if I could see myself reflected in him. Josh is fucking cracking up there. <laughs> the cousins went to separate colleges before marrying their respective first spouses. Pang gave birth to two daughters, now 17 and 16, and a son, 12. Lee and his wife, who were married for four years, had no children. I guess because he kept jacking off at the thought of uh, his cousin. It's like, I can't come. I got to I gotta think about it. Anyway. <laughs> Social media drew them together after they each divorced, Pang in 2010 and Lee two years later. In October 2018, Pang, who had since settled in Utah, was delighted to find out on Facebook that Lee was living there, too. Good God almighty. What did he show up as? Friends, as you may know? (laughs) She sent him a birthday greeting and they stayed in touch. Hey, let me give you a birthday blowjob. That's probably how it went. Soon they were reunited at their grandma's Christmas. But you know what? This is like, because this is crazy. Like their family. You know what I'm saying? Of course they're there. I know they say keep it in the family, but come on. I went simply to see Michael admits Angie. Yeah. I don't really mesh with the personalities of that side of the family because they're a lot more stubborn, conservative, and abrasive. But as soon as I set eyes on him again, I knew I'd done the right thing. It was love at third sight. The cousins couldn't stop talking, and by the end of the party, they were getting physical. Your first cousin's fucking near the punch bowl. (laughs) Disgusting. I put my arms around his waist and held them there for a little longer than you would with a typical family member, says Angie. My body language was signaling to him. At first, Michael proceeded with caution. I didn't want to set myself up for heartbreak, he explains. Nonetheless, the cousins started dating. Oh, wait a minute. I said that. Nonetheless, the cousins started dating. Oh, wait a minute. That still didn't register. Nonetheless, the cousins started dating. Didn't try to hide it from Pang's children. Instead of telling them, we let them observe what was going on by cuddling and holding hands. My younger girl was pretty upset and started crying. Mommy, we're going to wind up on Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. Nah, she ain't say that. I just added that. Probably because she wasn't going to have to adjust. She was going to have to adjust to a new person coming into the family. But technically, y'all already family. Right. So how? I mean, he's going to come, all right. But anyway. Wow. But wow. now she is cool with our relationship. The couple's parents gradually came around to the idea. But last January... When the sweethearts posted a graphic photo on Facebook of themselves French kissing, a small but vocal number of family members members labeled them disgusting. This, they included Kathy, a cousin in Wyoming. <laughs> I, I, who shit? I, I thought she was about to, about to be a thruple. 
I was a part of that towards the end of last year, but that's another day, another time. Uh, cousin in Wyoming, oh, who also appears on Extreme Love on camera, despite their prote- uh, pro- protestation of love, she disowns them. I couldn't care less, says Lee. People like Kathy should only get angry about things that actually affect them. Unabashed, the duo launched a petition to legalize marriage between cousins in Utah. They've so far secured 1,500 signatures, but they need tens of thousands more to be taken seriously. All right, let's jump a little bit ahead of this story. Peng says, Amanda, she says their sex life is smoking. (laughs) All right. I'm done. Like, What's your thoughts about kissing cousin? Really? <laughs> Letty, you, you, uh, I mean, Slim, sorry, you participated in uh, one such uh, relationship like three years ago. I'm sorry, you confided that in me. Sorry, the secret's out. This is. <laughs> I, I'm just like baffled at how they structured the story where it made it sound like they just so happened to keep bumping into each other. Like, Family functions, family were not supposed to be there. Like, <laughs> duh, you're gonna bump into your cousin. This is a family barbecue. I'm well, expecting they ain't close, cousin. Exactly. <laughs> no, they're close now. Right. <laughs> they brought the family the together. Apparently, this sex life is smoking. <laughs> smoking. Yes. <laughs> they have that, to that, that cousin sex is a new level type of sex. <laughs> like, that's that, oh my god. And I then it's worse that she has kids because they have to like endure that like. Like they said, you know, they might, they, they're uncomfortable. I know her kids are uncomfortable. That's crazy. How do you explain that to people at school? <laughs> Especially now that it's like in the news. Yeah, everything is out there. Oh, man. And they probably live in a very small town. So everybody knows everybody's business. It's Utah. <laughs> <laughs> they could fart like, and they'd be like, Carol Ann, yes. she ate corn. Right. <laughs> three doors down. All right, let's. You know, well, hopefully they don't go to jail at the no, very they least. Go. <laughs> they, they, no, you can't go to jail because you want to, you know, kiss your cousin. Because they put in their kids. Hey, at, I got listeners place. in Utah. I don't know if they <laughs> might be listening. They might be. Well, listening. hopefully your listeners ain't kissing their cousin. Right. If you are, there's no judgment here. You know. Oh no, I'm judging. Judge, yeah, judge, I'm judging. <laughs> I don't judge. I don't judge much. Kid, yeah, you put your kids at risk because you know they could come out special. <laughs> Why did you look at me like that? Okay. Anyway, let's go from kissing cousins, trying to stay out of jail, to Aunt Becky, aka Lori Lachlan, learning Daekwondo <laughs> to keep them off her pussy in jail. Um, what? <laughs> Lori Lachlan, <laughs> famous for her. Full House and Hallmark <laughs> Hallmark movies is finally getting ahead of the possibility she may be heading to prison. She's hired experts to train her up in how to best survive behind bars. <laughs> RadarOnline.com has exclusively learned. She's knuckling down, learning the lingo and practicing martial arts to give off the impression she's tough and to ward off potential bullies, an insider revealed, noting that Lachlan, 55, knows there will be plenty of them in federal prison. As Radar previously reported, 
Lachlan and her 56-year-old husband, Massimo Gianelli. Please, if I butchered that, now you know how substitute teachers are in urban public schools. Uh, have accused federal prosecutors of intentionally hiding evidence in their college admissions case. The two contend that they are not guilty of secretly bribing anyone with 500,000 U.S. dollars to have their daughters Bella, 21, and Olivia, 20, accepted to the University of Southern California. Prison is going to be sink or swim, and Lori doesn't intend to sit back and take the abuse without a fight. Lachlan could spend up to 45 years in jail if convicted on all charges. Lachlan and Gianelli have been charged with conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud, honest services fraud, money laundering, and federal programs bribery. Besides the physical training, she's getting lots of advice from prison professors on how to earn one's keep behind bars. A sure sign she knows deep down she's facing an inevitable stretch and will need to be prepared. So, what do you think of her starring in Orange is the New Black, the reboot? <laughs> She's so dramatic. She's like, I gotta get them. She's keep probably them off my not pussy. even getting convicted in the first place. She's probably gonna get like what? Like <laughs> 10 days in jail. Community service. Yeah. Oh my God, the hardest I mean, time. The 10 days. If you're a rich white woman, <laughs> 10 days could feel like a motherfucking eternity, okay? Yeah. Where's my Perrier? I know if somebody put my gay ass in jail for, for two days, I'd be like, no. Mm-mm. Like all this fineness in jail for, for 10 days? I'd be somebody's bitch so quick. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably be like tagging tagging me. Oh, That's why I can't go to jail. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't go to jail. You don't what you call it, you don't uh, bribe. Do stupid shit. I mean, you can bribe, just don't get caught. You don't care about me. You want me to go to jail? No, I didn't. No, wait a minute. I care about everybody that's in my universe. I care about everybody that's in my universe. I just said you could bribe somebody, you just don't get caught. <laughs> the face. Go, go ahead. What going. did you get? Josh. Help me out here, because I always reach out to Joshua. It's okay to bribe, but just don't get caught. I mean, there's ways that you can bribe, just don't get caught. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see no problem. All right. <laughs> don't be like Jussie. I'm bad. You know what? And Let's move a, forward. Let's <laughs> move forward. And leave a trail of evidence. The Alessandro brothers, white men with MAGA hats. Slim, what's your thoughts on on uh, on, Logan, on, Ms. on Ms. Uh, Aunt Becky Pan? knuckling down, <laughs> learning Daekwondo? She's being dramatic. She's being so dramatic. They're gonna have her in a posh little settings. They're not gonna put her anywhere. She's not She's in any have, real like, five danger. Like, come and... on, yeah, like please. She's gonna have a fluffy mattress. <laughs> She's gonna be like, oh my god. Should have came sooner. <laughs> She's probably playing little Tybo videos. It's probably not. <laughs> Shanti. She, yes, exactly. <laughs> She's dramatic. Like I can't dig deep. This is funny that they're even doing all this. 
Because you're probably not going to get convicted in the first place. It reminds me of that movie. What's the movie? Uh, you gotta, uh, blah, With blah, blah, Kevin Hart and, Kevin and, Hart yeah. and Will Ferrell. Is it Lockdown? Lockdown. Locked up. Whatever. Yeah. But he's no, like, like, teach me how to be yeah, hard. Exactly. He gets Kevin Hart out of all people. <laughs> like the Keebler Elf. <laughs> he gets to, to tell him how to live, like, live life in jail. Like, like wait, what? This actually passed through in Hollywood? Like, Give me somebody like Terry Crews. <laughs> That'll be a little bit more believable. Not fucking Kevin Hart. Do you think she's reaching out to all her black Hollywood friends trying to get tips? <laughs> How to do this thing. She's like, Lizzo, Lizzo. Uh, Lizzo, uh, can you help me? I'm going to trade my pussy for a pack of cartons. A cigarette. Oh, God. Anyway, let's go to... <laughs> From knuckling down to setting us free. Shout out to Finland's new prime minister, mm-hmm. Sena. I hope I said that name correct. Shout out to my listeners in, in Finland. Yeah, listeners in Finland. Mm-hmm. International. Mm-hmm. International ho. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she is calling for a four-day work week or six-hour work day. Let's read this. Let me read the article. The new Finnish... Oh, I was about to say what? (laughs) (laughs) The new Finnish prime minister has called for discussion of a flexible work schedule for her country, a four-day week or six-hour working day. Santa Marin, 34, the second youngest head of government. Why do they have to put that in there? Posted her ideas on Twitter late last year, saying it would allow workers to spend more time with their families. Shorter working hours can and should be discussed. A four-day week or a six-hour day with a decent wage may be a utopia today, but may be true in the future. The mother of one leads a center-left coalition with four other parties, which are all headed by women, three of which are under 35. I agree with her. She got that shifty kind of smile. You see this You see this mm-hmm. picture? She's like, mm, I'm about to steal taxes. Um, she said, I believe people deserve to spend more time with their families, loved ones, hobbies, and other aspects of life, such as culture. This could be the next step for us in working life. At the time of her comments, a few months before she became prime minister, Marin held the position of minister for transport. That sounds like supreme drug dealer. Minister of transport. I've been watching too much power. Uh, while in this off, I mean, while in office in that position, Marin advocated for shorter work weeks to improve employee rapport and productivity. In Finland, currently, it is normal to work eight hours per day, five days per week. Yuck! The the proposal was immediately welcomed with enthusiasm by the Minister of Education, Lee Anderson, the leader of the Left Alliance. She said it is important to allow Finnish citizens. To work less. It is not a question of governing with a feminine style, but offering help and keeping promises to voters. In neighboring Sweden, where the six-hour day working day was trialed in 2015, results showed that employees were happier, wealthier, and more productive. In early December, Finland's ruling Social Democratic Party Council voted 32 to 29 to name Santa Marin over rival Annie Littman to take over the government's top post from incumbent Annie Rennen. 
In November, Microsoft Japan took a bold move in a bid to improve work-life balance by introducing a three-day weekend for their employees. The results showed that productivity went up by a staggering 39.9%. So, what are your thoughts of either... Well, I know, Savoy, you work 24-7. You do. I work a lot, I do. Yeah. What would your thoughts be if a standardized work week in the U.S. was either six hours a day or I mean, it four days a week? It wouldn't affect me because I work in entertainment and there are no, there are no there is no work life balance. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't really help. Well, Damn but, sure ain't lie about mm-hmm. that. So I mean, it's cute for the other girls. So <laughs> maybe those, you know, accountants, you know, nurses, maybe you know. Could you imagine if the nurses work like eight hours a day, and they work work like four days a week? They already work like four days a week, but if they work like three days a week and they get like eight hours a day, it's twenty four hours. It's a lot more nurses, a lot more people graduating Allen School. <laughs> <laughs> That's the go to, uh, <laughs> Slim. <laughs> I mean, are they paying them more though? Because, like, where's the balance? Because a lot of people want their hours. There's people out here like, now nah, I want that overtime. I want all my well, hours. I believe they would put everybody, <laughs> if they were to make a drastic move like that, they, they would have, have to, to put everybody's it. salary. Because New York, they, they'll they do that. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, you, oh, you work, work four days, days a week. Off, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll be homeless. Exactly. And depending on Man de Blasio, you'll be on exactly. the train. Exactly. So if they found a good balance, I think that's actually really good because it allows people to rest up. Like people are tired at work. I hate it. I hate the nine to five. Like that's why I like my my entertainment world because you know we love what we do, but it's different. I don't like the nine to five. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like no. no. I like the idea of six hours. Yeah. Like it's that like feels, get in, get out. Yeah, six mm-hmm. hours. Still five days a week with yeah. six hours. That like sounds. No, I don't like it because I got to travel all the way to the Bronx. I'm going well, to work. Your fault. I'm going to walk. Yeah. I'm going to walk eight. Yeah, I'm going to work eight hours. Yes. <laughs> I came up here. I'm going to earn yeah, my no. keep. I'm not going to turn. <laughs> like they were talking about it. At my job. Oh, let's let them leave early. Nah, I'm good. I done came all the way the fuck over here. You could have just let me not come in. Like. Nah. You had me come in from Brooklyn to oh, no. See, let me out at twelve. Like what the fuck. Like, I will never sign up for early dismissal. I'm as long as I'm working the in the Bronx. Now, if I live down uh, down the block. Yeah. If I lived, uh, if I worked at good old CHN. <laughs> shout out to you bitch motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> from before. I'd, I'd eagerly get out of there. They could have let me out at 901. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd out. Yeah. But not. It, I guess it depends on how far you travel. Yeah. Okay. So. That's it for today. Slim has to run out. She got to make money. <laughs> no, that didn't sound right. <laughs> she, she got meetings <laughs> to make money. <laughs> I was like, Damn, I made you sound like a back page. <laughs> Casual encounters. No, that that was they, that was yeah. taken down yeah. last year. I was very distraught. <laughs> very distraught. Wait, what is back page? Oh, wait, you from New York? No, okay. I'm not. I mean, you know, you know, but I've been here for like ten and a half years. Oh, well, but like I still it. don't know what backpage. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to know. It's like a Craigslist for prostitutes. Oh, 
Okay. Damn it. But other functioning things as well. Yes, you can find furniture. <laughs> yeah. You wasn't looking for no goddamn uh, furniture on no damn You can find hoes. You might I be mean, looking uh, for a furniture, something you can sit on. I mean. Or I'm lay not, on. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I ain't into scat, but. Wow. wow. But anyway, uh, wow. final thoughts. <laughs> Some boy who's dragging. <laughs> Draggy, dragging, draggy, Dra- same shit. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you for having me. Thank y'all for having me. Listen to the Eat Pray Die podcast. That's it. Yes. Um, tomorrow's a holiday again. It's my birthday, so <laughs> take off from work. January know. the twelfth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sit back, have a shot. <laughs> and have people take it off random fucking days. <laughs> We do, we're taping this. It's Saturday, January the 11th, okay? 2020. Anno Domini, okay? 1.04 p.m. We're, we're taping this. So this is, tomorrow is not a national holiday. Tomorrow is a regular ass Tuesday. <laughs> Got my fucking hopes up and dick hard talking about it's a national holiday. It's a national holiday. But um, follow me on at, at lethal underscore lips with a Z underscore podcast. Okay, we've done all the plugging. Mm-hmm. Um, you good? Yes. You good? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Listen to the Eat Break That podcast every Tuesday. <laughs> every Spotify, Tuesday? Yes, yeah, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Music Play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, you on iTunes? And Oh, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Thank okay. you. Okay. Are you on Pandora? No, I'm not on Pandora. Okay, no, I am. So um, <laughs> listen to me since everybody else plug in stuff. We listen well, you, to you, you now. Know. Listen to me always. No other podcast. No, let me stop. Well, like, as I always like to say, stay away from negative people. Who more, ah, Fuck. Stay away from negative people because <laughs> more than likely they have negative bank accounts. <laughs> so on behalf of Slim Savoy, <laughs> I'll see y'all Next week. Well, I'll talk to y'all next week. Later. Yo, listen in the John Cash.